Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Uh, hello? Hello? Anybody there? Hey, everybody. It's your good friend, Preston, back for another episode of the Living Artist Podcast. Now, you might be saying to yourself, wait a minute, what, what's, what's different? Something has changed here. And you would be right. We're going to be talking about pattern recognition today. And you might be thinking, Something's missing, and you would be right in recognizing that my wacky intro, or whatever intro that I normally do, did not occur. And it might feel weird. It might even like feel strange to your brain. You might even miss it. Some of you are probably like, thank God. But some of you might even go like, this is not, I don't know, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not liking it. So uh, anyway, this is just a little bit of an ex- Oh, oh wait a minute. Oh, Davis? This guy sucks. Yeah, yeah, sucks, sucks. This guy sucks. <laughs> Mage, welcome back to another episode of this weird guy show. Waka waka. Uh, I say, uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. You know, this whole thing is for you. It's embarrassing. Now listen, if you can't understand a pattern here, then my name is not Alpatine. <laughs> Cause you died. Okay, everybody. This is your friend, Tony Robbins. Yes, and what kind of an intro would it be of a conglomeration of voices without me, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, jeez, we get the point already. Get on with it. And get on with it, we will. So there you go, everybody. There it is. Fulfill that little void. Fulfill? Fill that little void of the pattern that was missing. I did that to, of course, have some fun, but also to show... What kind of happens when you fall out of patterns and what happens when your brain starts to recognize a pattern and it doesn't happen? But on the flip side, we're going to be talking more about the importance of pattern recognition as a tool. Because, hey, this is what I'm here to do is to provide little frameworks or like a little key that opens the door to a different pathway that you might not have seen before. And one of the things that I've talked about, and I referenced Tony Robbins in the beginning a little bit because yes, Tony Robbins does talk about pattern recognition, but it's something that I've thought about in my career for a while. And it just started to become a little more important to me with a lot of the stuff that's been happening in history and in society and with like the stock market and with AI and all this stuff coming down the pike. But one thing that's very important for us all to realize in our lives and especially in our art careers or our careers in general, if you're listening to this and you're not an artist, that's okay. You're welcome. You're welcome here. Uh, just understand that pattern recognition is extremely important. You might even say vital. 
You might, but I won't. But no, it's important. So what is pattern recognition and why is it important? Obviously, pattern recognition is just the ability to recognize patterns in any walk of life, really. It can be the stock market. It can be nutrition. It can be in politics. It can be in history. It can be anything. Like for me, a lot of times when I start to recognize patterns, it's like a light bulb comes on and I'm like, oh, yes. Why didn't I see? It's like I could see the matrix all of a sudden that wasn't there before. It was there the whole time, but it was you know, thinly veiled and I just couldn't break through that veil to see it. But it really does illuminate things and it makes you feel like you have discovered the secret to something, which is really interesting, but it also makes you feel powerful. Recognizing a pattern gives you comfort, it takes away the fear because a lot of times we're just flying blind with things that we do, especially in the art world and in our careers, like trying to get ahead. You're just like, okay, I'm going to try this and hope that it works out or I'm going to throw this up against the wall and hope that it sticks. Well, I guess it didn't. You know, it's one of those things where, yeah, you got to be trying a lot of things. Sure. You got to have things on the back burner. You got to be throwing things against the wall. You got to have irons on multiple fires, multiple irons on multiple fires. You got to have a lot of irons. Fool fool me once. Shame on you. Fool fool me twice. Uh, You're not going to fool me again. That was a George W. reference, of course. The importance of having a lot of things going, sure. But if you don't recognize patterns, like what's working with any of those irons you have in the fire, then it's really kind of useless because it might work one time. You might get a sale here or you might get into a gallery there or something in your work, like you discover a new style and, oh my God, amazing. But if you don't recognize certain patterns within all those things, you're not going to be able to replicate them. And also when you have recognized this pattern, it does, it makes you feel safe. It's like, When you have the ability to recognize patterns in the stock market, for example, it takes all the emotion out of trading. It takes all the emotion and fear out of the market. It's like you can see the matrix, which is what you want when you're trading. If you're dealing with a lot of money or finances or other people's finances, the last thing you want to have dictating your sales or your trades or whatever is emotion, right? You don't want to be emotionally selling. That's why people, when things crash, they panic sell and things go down even further. That's why the smartest people throughout history who have, in the stock market or in finance have always doubled down in those times. That's why they, they find a good sector and they put their money into it. And then when things pop back up, ah, they just made a killing, right? They made 10x their money or whatever it is, maybe more than that sometimes. Some of the greatest generational wealth has been made because of pattern recognition. Now that's the stock market, fine, great. You can think, well, I'm not trading in stocks. I'm not a day trader. I'm not a hedge fund manager. What are you talking about here? Well, I'm talking about pattern recognition being everywhere. It's something that I've discovered in my life. For example, you can take the pain, right? The chronic pain. Uh, I noticed if I'm being watchful, if I'm being mindful, if I'm paying attention to what's happening, I start noticing, oh, that was weird today when I ate a little earlier and I had a savory breakfast and I didn't have a bunch of fruit or something like that. Or if I ate this in a different order, I realized that I'm not having as much pain. And then you can go, okay, well, what's the mechanism there? Sure, it might be glucose spiking, you're reducing your glucose curve. Maybe that is directly related to inflammation and that maybe the inflammation is setting off some pain. I don't know exactly the mechanism. That's probably what it is. But all I know is that it works. And when I'm able to replicate that pattern and it continues to work, then it's like a light bulb has gone off and I have figured out the matrix a bit. I have a little more control. I feel empowered with my health. And then I start to look for other patterns. Okay, well, if I apply that to my other food habits or if I apply that to my sleeping habits or if I apply that to my exercise habits and I start to recognize patterns there, then maybe I can dial it in even more and get even better with my pain. So that's one example. Now, 
I had this happen so many times in the art world. It was like I was flying blind for many years. I was just you know, focusing on the work, doing the same thing over and over again, getting into some shows, hoping that somebody would recognize my brilliance, take it over and sell my work. Sometimes people did like my work and sometimes people did take me on, but it was like I was just expecting them to just save my life, right? So I started to switch my focus and I started to recognize patterns. I don't want to bore anybody because everybody knows that I do a lot of stuff online. I still do stuff with brick and mortar galleries too, but in the stuff that I do online, I started to recognize certain patterns with my work. When I became focused and laser focused in on making this goal happen, I started to realize that, okay, there's an algorithm thing going on here. I started to recognize patterns with other artists why they were being successful. Once I got past the bullshit of going like, oh, this is, this is not even happening. These people aren't even selling work. Once I started to believe that it was happening, I started to pay attention to what they were doing. And then I started to replicate some of that. And then I started to fine tune it because some of the stuff that worked for other people didn't work for me. And then I started to recognize patterns in my own work, in my own uploading, in my own image taking, and certain things that I put up at certain times of day or how many times I would upload that week or on what specific days if I spaced it out which things started to work. And then I started recognizing patterns and I started to replicate those and I just built off of that. And then all of a sudden I started selling more frequently and then I started selling a lot. And then I was like, oh, then I'm quitting my job and I'm doing this. So it does work. Now I found patterns also in my mindset. This is the woo-woo part where people might go, yeah, whatever, but it doesn't really matter. I've recognized them in my own life. I can be doing all the right stuff all the time. And if my mindset is shit, or if I'm trying too hard, if I'm over-efforting, then I'm blocking myself in some ways. It's always when I have this great mix of like doing the work, throwing it out there, and then not caring about what the outcome, like where it goes, what it ends up adding up to being. That's when I start really selling. And when I have the abundance mindset, if I throw that on top of it, if I feel abundant, if I feel like I'm not competing with anybody, if I feel like a rising tides lifts all boats type situation, I just start selling more. And I've recognized that pattern tens, twenties, maybe even a hundred times in my career. And when I really dial into that, it always works. So finding these patterns in your own life and finding these patterns in your own work is really a superpower. It's something that you might think, oh yeah, yeah, pattern recognition. But really take that idea, take that concept and start trying to find areas of your life where you have patterns that you've discovered that either work in the positive way they can also work in a negative way. Find the ones that work in a negative way. And then you can find certain things you can tweak to stop doing negative patterns too. But let's focus on the positive. Find some areas of your life that you have pattern recognition and you can see a very distinct, significant pattern. And when you see results with that, you're going to go, oh my God, you're right. This Preston guy's onto something. <laughs> and then you might get curious and you might get excited. And you might be like, what other areas of my life does this work in? And then when you find other areas of your life that it's working in, you're going to want to start applying these principles to make good things happen. You're going to start figuring out certain things that you're doing that you might have, you know, ah, well, I'll try this once or whatever. You might start going, no, let me try this for a while and see if I can discover patterns. And then you can fine tune, you can tweak, you can dial in certain things and like take out certain things, like cut out the fat that's not working. And then you can find more patterns that work and just build and build and build off that. I think you'll find that that is a really powerful framework to start with. You can almost look at everything through that lens for a while and try to just discover which patterns are working for me, which patterns are working for other people that I admire, that I want to be like, and then find like a little middle ground that you can apply these things to your life and then also have some wiggle room to find out 
little patterns within that pattern that work for you. That is what has worked really well for me in life. I think that's what's worked really well for a lot of people that I study and entrepreneurs. And yes, our friend Tony Robbins, it's worked for him. And he talks about it all the time. And I do agree with it. It's really powerful. Sometimes it's just these little buttons that you're not aware of. Like it was like hidden under the carpet. And when you peel back the carpet, you see the button. Oh, this button's been here the whole time. Now you start to learn how to push that button and you start seeing results. So I really highly encourage you to start looking at patterns in life. Look at patterns in history. Look at patterns in your family. Look at patterns in your psychology. Look at patterns in politics. Look at patterns in art. Look at patterns in the stock market. Look at patterns in your career. Look at patterns with entrepreneurs. And just start seeing these patterns. And I guarantee you it will be like a light bulb turns on for you. And then you can start applying that to your life. And that's the fun part because once you really can see the matrix, you understand that the sky is the limit, really, for what you can do. It truly is a superpower. So hopefully you'll give this some thought. Hopefully you like this episode. If you're listening to this, I'm probably just getting back from my birthday. And hopefully I had fun <laughs> with my wife uh, on our little excursion. And yeah, it's a new year starting right now for me. And, uh, you know, we're coming up on 200 episodes, next episode. So I'm really excited to have brought you so much of this content. I'm really happy and grateful for you sticking around with me and listening and valuing the show. Please share with your friends. Please leave a positive review if you love it. And we will see you on the next episode, episode 200 even. All right, everybody, take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. I noticed that you didn't use me in your intro. Didn't you know that I have a very particular set of skills? Ah, quit your whining, big guy. He didn't use me either. Ah, stop all this flim-flam, you see? He didn't use me either. All right, and how could he forget about me? The oh-so-soothing sounds of McConaughey. And me, he forgot. The same. He forgot about me, too. But that's okay. I'm in the making of it. I'm in the, I'm in the making Oh, brother, we get the idea already. Some patterns you just want to forget. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.